Hey, booze. Winter is here and we need to do our best to protect our crowns. You know that feeling when you finally find your go-to hair routine? It's what great hair days are made of. But it all starts with the right products in your rotation and Maui Moisture has you covered from roots to ends. The super moisturizing vegan hair care line caters to all textures and starts with aloe vera, nature's time-tested moisture miracle, as their first ingredient. Their products have no silicones, parabens, sulfated surfactants, or dyes. Their aloe-infused blends will quench your curls like no other, with nine unique product lines for every hair type. Your curls, coils, kinks, and waves will feel catered to and cared for. Find your match in hair heaven at www.mauimoisture.com. Hey, y'all, it's Corey. We're on holiday break, just like you. And Charlie and I are winding down from 2019 and getting ready for a whole new decade. That's right. And I'm honestly so thrilled to be making my house a home with hubby over the break. So listeners, we miss you and definitely did not want to leave you without new episodes while we enjoy this break. So we decided to give you two episodes this week. See, look how much we love you. Now, y'all know the ladies still love Cool James. So we had to have him come on the show. That's right. LL Cool J is here and he gave us the real about his life, his legacy and career. It was truly a moment, wasn't it, Corey? It surely was. And who else is on the show? I'm excited because drum roll the incredible david o and if you guys don't know who that is you definitely know his songs if and fall you've been dancing to them all summer all year actually because this song has been blowing up radio platform streaming platforms everywhere you hear music for two years i got to speak with him fresh off the plane from lagos he came to the u.s to promote his new album a good time we talked about those two songs that I love very much, but he <laughs> literally said he wishes they would die because he said it's just played too much. And actually, funny thing, he said that it was a joke, like it wasn't even a real song. Uh, and I'm talking specifically about fall. And I'm like, that's so crazy because the whole idea of fall is like, let money fall on you, let money fall on you. But he was like, nope, it was a joke. They were just messing around in the studio. So that was really cool. And also, and Charlie, you'd be proud of me. I put on your love hat. He gave us a little tidbit about his wedding. He recently got engaged and welcomed a new kid. So Aww. he's a proud papa again. But he's also getting married this year. And he said it's just going to be epic. Because you know, Nigerian weddings are Girl, already epic. I need this invite. But he is going to do it on a whole other level. I can't I can't even imagine. I need no. this invite. No. And I wasn't there for the David O conversation. No, you were so not. So I'm excited to hear it. So it's going to be really lovely. So you guys, get into this double episode. Enjoy. We made it just for you. And you know, you got to let us know what you think. Don't forget to use hashtag Yes Girl Podcast. Happy, happy holidays from Yes Girl. You know, I'm just like envisioning big things and I think mm -hmm. there are a lot of possibilities, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that, um, you know, you know, if you want to make your dream a reality, you got to put that energy into it, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You can't half do it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't Pax. stick one toe in the pool and expect to swim, you know what I mean? True. You got to go there. You okay. Know? Well, speaking of go there. Speaking of go there and speaking about big dreams, so go with me for a second, mm -hmm. five seconds. So. Okay. 
Two weeks ago, I recently saw Ain't Too Proud to Brag, The mm -hmm. Temptation Story. Okay. Last week, I saw the Tina Turner story. Mm -hmm. And as you know, we were prepping for our interview with you, so thank you for being on Yes Girl. And ladies and gentlemen, LL motherfucking Cool J is in the house. <laughs> what up, okay. what up, what up? Legendary. But I sat here and I thought, I was telling Charlie Penn, oh my God, LL Cool J needs a musical. Uh, can we claim that? Can we claim like and when you look through your receipts what? of music, just your music <laughs> alone. Receipts is funny. That's the, a good way of You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, but like have I mean has you has that even crossed your mind to like tell your life story? I mean, I know you've written books and mm -hmm. everything, but to tell the full On the stage. opus of the mm -hmm. LL Cool yeah, you J know, story? Um it's definitely something that came up, but I am still writing chapters, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And um I still think that, you know, culturally um, we shouldn't limit ourselves to what already happened. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Doesn't mean that it'll never happen. It doesn't mean I'm not interested in that mm -hmm. because I am. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that, you know, there's more to be done. I don't mm -hmm. see any reason yeah. to like... The book ended right now. Yeah, because, mm -hmm. I, you know... It's in progress. Just because, yeah, but just because we haven't seen it, seen certain things happen doesn't mean that they're not possible. Mm -hmm. And I think that sometimes, you know, with our culture and, you know, we can't limit our artists, you know, don't limit, you know, our black artists and limit our culture to what they've already done. Mm -hmm. Let's not make it about the pop charts today and that being a death knell to whatever is possible for me. Don't yeah. do that because that will be a mistake. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I never said that I wasn't going to make no more music. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I've just been doing other things, you know, and if I, you know, and if I decide to, to do that, you know, it's going to be an impact. Mm -hmm. It's not just going to be, you know, an exercise in futility. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, so there's room to grow. What I'm saying is, okay, yet, the answer is yes, but okay. not yet. Not right not now. Yet. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah. cool now, cool. Ella, I noticed you smiled when we said receipts. And that's yeah. important because that's what we do on the show. Yeah. We open the show yeah. by running down our guest receipts. And in this case, <laughs> I like that you call it receipts. We that's do. We do. Like, we do. You know? Yeah. And in this case, you might have to sit back because you have so many you are a whole icon in front whole of us icon. right now. And we know that. I mean, Corey, where did we begin? But we must do it. Because okay. LL Cool J is I here, I got to say, when we got the email that is like, would, would you guys want to interview LL? We were like, hell yes. What? Yeah. Like, Why to have, like a legend. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just going to start by saying, when I think of Def Jam, I think of you. Put it on okay. the map. All right. All right. Flagship artist. Yeah. 10 consecutive platinum plus selling albums. Yeah. That means one, two, yeah. three, four consecutively. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, Charlie Pan, you go. Not just one Grammy, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then hosted the Grammys for five years. Consecutively. Yeah. Consecutively again. Yeah. 30 films and yeah. counting. Yeah. 30. Yeah. What? 30? And you're in town celebrating your 250th episode of NCIS. Yeah. Los Angeles. What? <laughs> 250. Yeah, it's And like crazy. you said, and you've got books. Books. Mm -hmm. Entrepreneur, you still recording music, lip sync battle, whole yeah, host yeah, and creator, yeah, 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 behind the scenes, in front of the camera. Yeah, but you know what? Is, what it is is that um, I, I'm a big believer that dreams don't have deadlines, mm -hmm. and um, you know, with all of that comes failures and valleys, and you know, times where you get it wrong and got to figure out how to get it right. Mm -hmm. With all of that comes disappointment mm -hmm. and waking back up in those five in the morning wake-ups that we talked about when you mm -hmm. want to sleep all day. Mm -hmm. and, you know, and, and all of that, all of those receipts are proof that it's possible for others too. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? That's that's the thing that I think people lose sight of because for some people, 
you know, I've been, for lack of a better word, famous so long that they don't even know I ever had any normalcy in my life ever. Yeah. You know, they think I was born on a poster. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, he was born in a billboard. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? And born I, a legend. You know, yes. I, and I, you know, That's definitely funny. had a, a real life and, you know, I still feel connected, you know, to my community and still mm-hmm. feel connected to my people and still recognize the challenges that mm-hmm. are out there and the things that we've gone through and I still, you know, care about that in the same way that I cared about, you know, that around the way girl, that, that same caring that I have for the community then is the same caring I have now. Mm-hmm. And I still feel connected to that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, I did a lot of things, but there's more to, that can be done. You know what I'm saying? We can make all types of history. We just got to keep working at it. I have to say, but growing up in Queens, did you ever foresee this? I mean, I know it's a very basic question, but growing up, I'm, I'm, I was looking at your Instagram and you, you, you have that picture of you and Paul Simon. You're mm-hmm. in your grandmother's basement. Yeah. But like, did you see you'd be here on the eve of 2020 mm-hmm. celebrating decades so of I mean, being on top? I mean, the real answer is that when you grow up in Queens, you know, especially, you know, as a, as a man, black man, I didn't even think I lived to be 25, yeah, much right. less be here talking about this. Yeah, right. You know, you figure, you know, you're going to either get caught up in some jealousy or something else and get shot. I mean, that seems like the normal story mm-hmm. when you grow up there right mm-hmm. um so that was the story that was the story, story to be honest yeah. so it's like you know no i didn't see that it doesn't mean that i didn't want to see that it didn't mean you know that i didn't want to be successful that i didn't have major dreams but you just don't know how it's gonna go but one thing i've done is i've never limited myself mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and i've always pushed harder and always tried to dig deep and always try to put all the energy that i could into whatever i was doing I didn't play no games, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And um, I'd follow my intuition and, and let my spirit move me and, and, you know, stay centered and grounded in that space. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? No, yeah. totally. Yeah. yeah, so the answer is no. But at the same time, yes. Okay. You know, I, it's possible, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I used to, you know, laugh. I used to tell people there would be a black president. They thought I was crazy. And look. You know what I'm saying? I was like one of the only per- people in my community, you know, around in my little circle, of mm-hmm. my little crew that thought that. Everybody, ah, come on, man. It's ridiculous. Okay. So anything is possible. Okay. You know what I mean? And dreams don't have deadlines. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at something like, you know, um, uh, Lonnie, Lottie G. Bunch III building the National Museum of African History yeah. and Culture, yeah. right? Um, and you think about, like, the fact that that's a 100-year-old dream, Right. Um, the people who had their first had that dream in 1950 or whenever it was, yeah. you know, they didn't see that dream fulfilled. But the dream didn't have a deadline. It took him 11 years, but he got it done. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is, you know, we could do things. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We could do big things. We could do big shit. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We ain't got to stop. You know? So. What's yeah. the dream that you, that hasn't had that you haven't met yet? Well, you, you know feel what? Like I, comfortable I, sharing. I never talk about. That's the thing. I never mm-hmm. talk about. You know, you don't open up your womb and show your baby. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You just you give birth. Ooh. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? These, so, these quotables. Like, these you know what I mean? So, you know, I just dream, you know what I'm saying? And, okay. But I'm still dreaming. But I want to know <laughs> how you assess your success. Because you said mm-hmm. you're so humble. You've mm-hmm. done so much. And you're just, you're here with us right now. You know, just. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't base. How do you judge? Well, you? I, very simple. I don't base it on what I've accomplished. It's what I base it on what I think I'm capable of. Mm-hmm. Got it. And that's the difference. So yeah. when you look at your life, I mean, for me. You got to look at your life and say, okay, this is what I've done, but how does this compare to my dreams? And when I look at it in that light, there's a lot of work to be done. You know what I'm saying? A lot of work. But that being said, you know, 
Because we're here to maximize our potential, right? Right. We're not here to play games. You right. know what I'm saying? I'm here to maximize my potential. Mm-hmm. You know? Every time I come home, I need to come home with something better. You know what I'm saying? I love that. You know what I mean? When that. I leave out, when I come back, I got something better. I hate that. Now I got this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I love and then it. I leave out, now I'm coming back with this. It keeps you know it interesting. Mean? No question. I mean, look, I used to always say when I was 16, standing on the corner with your arms folded, talking about, yo, I rapped don't mean nothing. You got to go do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's kind of like, you know, the raising and the son of it all, right? Like you always have the dreamers in the, in the hood and the dreamers kind of get ridiculed and laughed at. But it's your job, even though, because I remember the first time I told somebody I was, I had a record coming out of a block party. The guy on the, got on the mic after me told me to stop lying. The whole block laughed at me. What? You know what I'm saying? But wow. I was serious. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, as a dreamer, sometimes you got to, you know, you got to just keep going to get it. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I do. I just keep going to get it. I don't stop, mm-hmm. you know? I'm like relentless with that shit. And you've you know done I mean? so much for the culture. Yeah. Like there you I I found love to your music. I rocked out to your music. Then I enjoyed iconic moments in your films. Right, mm-hmm. Corey, like there's yeah. not a part like yeah. there's not anything in your body of work that can't come on play that yeah. doesn't take me back to something or or have a moment right now. Yeah, and you know what's interesting though and the fans have touched me and the, the people have touched me too, right? Because they inspire me. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, it's this symbiotic relationship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm giving you love, you're giving it back. And it's like, there's this interesting spiritual dance that we're doing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's the whole fun of it, though. You know? Yeah, just, yeah. yo, Were you having great. these thoughts yeah. back 16 on the corner? I, I mean, yeah, kind of, you know, a little bit. Like, I, you know, if you look at, like, there's interviews of me, like, these people from Amsterdam came over and they was talking to me on the block and I was talking to them about different things. And, you know, I don't know how you know things, but you you just kind of intuit mm-hmm. certain things. And, you know, and then my grandmother, you know, was like, you know, I had, I was blessed because, you know, my grandmother, it just so happened, not only was she my grandmother, but she was like the oracle of the neighborhood. Mm. She was the woman that everybody, you know, people got, oh, such and such got a problem with a man. She got a problem with this. This one got a, this one, this one doing this. They she all like, come to visit my grandmother, you know what I'm saying? To mediate. So, and I used to sit there and listen. Mm-hmm. And my grandmother would talk to me about life constantly. And she was like real wise. And they, because they came from the South, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like I had a very, even though I'm from New York, I had a Southern upbringing in the mm-hmm. sense that, you know, like how Buster Rhymes is, has a Jamaican Jake, yeah. upbringing oh, yeah. in his life, right? Well, I have a very Southern upbringing. So my household, I had a Southern upbringing, even though I'm from New York. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like I you can't really tell me much about the South, even though you probably think you could. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so it's like, it's like, so you know, it's kind of like, you know, she just instilled a lot of that stuff in me, you know. And then my grandfather, him coming from Barbados, I was getting this Caribbean kind of oh, thing, wow. this hard working Caribbean Good, thing man. too. So I got this, I got a Caribbean in the South, and I'm just sitting there in the house listening to all this. You know what I'm saying? So it's <laughs> it's a trip, you know what I mean? So yeah. Southern gentleman vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. You know, ninety percent. Ninety percent. Where in the you south is I mean? your grandmother from? Uh, oh, Columbia, South Carolina. Oh, yeah, oh, Columbia, yeah, that's South deep. Carolina. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, that's... I used to be down there playing in the red dirt, getting going to Piggly Wiggly. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I know all about bucket, <laughs> Piggly Wiggly. Big ass bucket of chitlins <laughs> and from Piggly Wiggly. Yeah, we was doing it for real. You know what I mean? Took me back. <laughs> for Piggly real. Wiggly. Oh yeah. wow. Anyway, I would go there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I hate chitlins still. No, 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 no. They smell horrible. But when I was coming off tour, she was definitely hooking them up for me. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's crazy, you know, now to think about it. I probably just. 
I want to decapitate myself for my chilies, <laughs> but nah, it's real. We're with you on that. Yeah. I want to go back to you. You talking about your fans because it's interesting because you know we know you from you know your debut and well me more than Charlie because mm-hmm. we're old anyway, but. <laughs> Fast forward to I have a nine-year-old mm-hmm. who is on YouTube Google, Googling mm-hmm. lip sync battle mm-hmm. because of the you have Zendaya and a Tom Hall and I, I we have Everybody. probably contributed to the multi-million views. That's funny. Um, what is that like that you have these like young kids like your multi-generational fan base? Timeless. Yeah, time um, it's timeless. I think it should be like that. Mm-hmm. I think that Paul McCartney is like that. Yeah. I think that when Paul McCartney puts out a record. You know, he gets played on stations right next to Salima Gomez and whoever else is out. And when Bruce Springsteen puts a record out, he gets played right next to whoever that artist is of the day. And I don't see why that should be any different for a black artist. Mm -hmm. So I'm grateful. Don't get me wrong. I'm grateful. But I also feel like, you know, Big Daddy Kane should have the same thing. And so should Rakim. And so Mm -hmm. should, you know, Cool G Rap and Mm -hmm. Slick Rick and, you know. I think that that's part of it. And mm-hmm. so when I have that multi-generational vibe, though, you know, it is amazing to me. And it does like it is crazy that somebody can know you for so many different things. And then they Google you and they YouTube your music and they find you. And there is a certain pleasure. There's a pleasure that comes from that as an artist when people like what you do. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that's just more proof that you got to follow your intuition. What was it like watching um, Caleb McKaylin from Stranger Things? Right. He did. Do uh, bad? That, yeah. Oh Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. It was great. It was excellent. It was crazy. You know, it's like a lot of that stuff is surreal. I've seen, I was talking about it earlier. I've seen a lot of surreal things. Like, you know, like I've seen like, you know, Barry Gordy slap boxing Muhammad Ali while Diana Ross was like laughing. Oh, Barry. Oh, Barry. <laughs> and I've nice. seen like, you know, I've like hung out with like Quincy Jones and Frank, Frank Sinatra and, you know, and, you know, and, and Frank Sinatra's telling me, you know, yo, call, hey, Quincy, you, you have a problem. You call me, I'll call LL. He'll break somebody's legs for you. Like, it's hilarious. You know what I'm saying? Marlon Brando, you know, hanging oh, wow. out, like seeing. So because I've been in the game. game. So, yeah. yeah. So. You know, I played, you know, softball with like, you know, Bob Hope and, you know, and Barbara Mandrell. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. You know, yeah. All of, like all of these kind of interesting kind of. Well, people grew, we grew up you know? on. Uh-huh. So it's yeah. like it's it's an amazing feeling. But at the same time, I don't get caught up. You can't you can't let your past hold your future hostage. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, OK, but what's next? Can you be innovative? Mm-hmm. Can you be the foam on the wave? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Can you can mm-hmm. you. Can you see something? Do you have a bigger vision? You know, and can you execute on that vision? Can you take it to the next level? That's where you have to, that's the thing we have to be careful of. So it's fun to look back. It's beautiful, but future of the fun. What are some things that like these, the young guys or, well, the young women too come up and ask you, what's the biggest advice that you give them? You know, it's funny. I mean, to be really, really frank with you, I I haven't had many new artists ask me for advice. Okay, Um, No, because I think that, Especially in the hip hop genre, that sounded like somebody was tired. Hey, I, I know. Like, I don't know what's going on. I want to be like, on, bless you. Was that what it was? Yeah. Oh, that was a sneeze. Sound like they was tied up in the closet, like they some money, this like like, like I don't get it. I promise, I'll get this shit. Um, but uh, <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, I don't have a lot of new artists ask me for advice. Mm-hmm. I would be I would be with it. But the real point is this: I'm always open to the young, the newer the newer artists, the new generation. Mm-hmm. I'm always willing to embrace them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to exclude them from anything that I'm doing. They're always welcome. Mm-hmm. I'm always willing to work with them, talk with them, vibe with them. We can kick it. Like, I'll give you an example. Like, 
me and Offset have been talking about doing some things not music related. Yeah. Um, you know, and you know, we're talking about that and vibing with that. So I'm always willing to embrace, you know, like he's a good one. Like Offset has come to me a few times and mm-hmm. we've had great conversations. I won't divulge what it's about because yeah. that's his own personal right. thing. We but we've had great conversations. So there are some, but not many. So okay. what about the outside of artists, the young men? Because mm-hmm. funny story, story time. When <laughs> my brother was asking me as his big sister for advice about how to flirt with women and have swag when we were mm-hmm. younger, I legit was like, you need to listen to some LL lyrics. <laughs> like, you need to practice, watch yeah. Deliver Us from Eva Ray. Yeah. Like, I'm serious. Like, yeah. you yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah. I always wonder, and now you're happily married, 24 years, mm-hmm. model husband, model man, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. do you get a lot of young brothers asking you about being a family man or husband and really being respectful of women? Nah, they don't because, come at you on that either? Nah, because you gotta remember, you know, what works for four and a half minutes in a song it may not work for four years. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you show up to a girl's house too many times with flowers, you probably gonna finish yourself off, man. You gonna kill yourself, man. That's you keep movie. showing Yeah, you keep showing, you call 20 times a day and show up with flowers, it's gonna be, it's just a matter, oh, time is ticking. He's on, he's on, we got a problem, Houston. He's out of here. You know what I mean? Right. So, you know, you know, you can be too nice on the record. You know what I mean? be too nice in person, you're going to be finished. But you, you know what I mean? Ladies like, love cool jazz, yeah. but you always, come on now, let's yeah, yeah, not ignore yeah, the swag yeah, yeah, but in the room. Know, yeah, but the record, you know, the record, like, <laughs> on the, record. the record is one thing, you know, but <laughs> all, that, all, that, all that begging on the doorstep, <laughs> kill you, kill you. So what I would tell them is if you want to, you know, if you want to have a great relationship first, you know, make sure that you, you, you're whole mm. and make sure that you're going mm-hmm. after your dreams and make sure you got a purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what the focus has to be. Yeah. The focus has to be on your purpose and, and, and your goals and, and you know, you want somebody that can add to that and you can add to their life, but your life doesn't revolve around, around whatever emotional roller coaster ride they're on at the moment. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, you know, and you got to be able to, you know, pick a restaurant, you know, like, you know, yo, I'm going, yo, I want to go ahead. Like, we're not going to sit there and debate. No, well, what do you want, honey? What do you want? What do you want? Uh, I want to go ahead. years in, uh, you yeah. got that yet. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Just pick the restaurant, homie. I get Like, like just, just pick the restaurant, and, you know, this is what we're doing. And and dinner fight. Which pair of shoes you like better? Those. Period. <laughs> not all that, uh, which one you like. Decisions. Yeah, you got to make decisions, and, you know what I mean? Just be, keep it 100. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's how I see it. Well, uh, you know, we have Instagram now. Yeah, so yeah. we get to see, you know, so much more of celebrities' lives and mm-hmm. things like that in a good way. I yeah, love yeah. the amount of positive imagery out there for black love and families and couples. Mm-hmm. You bless us with a little bit on Instagram here and there, you and mm-hmm. Simone. It's yeah. wonderful to see that. Yeah. You yeah. Know? I, you, know, you know, I let them do that. You know, I, I don't really get too much into that. You know, I can't... You know, all that, you know, all day Oversharing. long. Yeah, all that, all that. I'm not doing that, man. You no. do that over there. And it's cool. I don't have a problem with it, but I'm just, you know, I'm focused. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm focused. And um, that doesn't mean that I don't know how to love. It doesn't mean mm-hmm. that I'm not caring, but I'm focused. How you know? is Simone doing? Because we know she she won her battle with cancer. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, how is that maintained? Well, she has a jury, which is doing unbelievable. Yes. Um, the Simone I. Smith um, and the Sister Love um Jury lines are doing incredible. Her and Mary J. Blige did a, a, a collaboration, mm-hmm. and I want to thank all the ladies out there for, for supporting that because it's, it's going real well for them. Um, and uh, God knows I'm happy. She's you know yeah 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 get your, yeah get your own bag man please oh Lord for the love of God. But she got a big bag. I mean Missy's yeah. always wearing no, her earrings. Like, yeah, they're they're really doing well and really being creative. And mm-hmm. for that I'm happy. I'm just here to try to 
facilitate the dream and just help the dream become a reality and trying yeah. to be supportive, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. like being supportive from the business end and then letting her vision become real, mm-hmm. you know, for and just trying to be like, you know, I wouldn't say cheerleader, but, you know, booster. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, just yeah. In, the, in the stands, just helping her, you know, get it happening, make it happen. So it's, it's I'm grateful. You know okay. what I'm saying? I'm grateful. And uh, she's grateful. And, you know, we go from there. Another thing that I have goals, besides love goals and career goals, is your grown folk vacay goals. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, can yeah. we go to Capri? How the hell Come on. Get can on we get on the boat? What's up, Cookie? Yes. Yeah, you want to rock? But what makes a grown folk vacay? That is just... Everything you saw in that video, that was grown as you could get. <laughs> so, first of all, I, we I'm need to be I'm running around like James Bond yes. in that joint. <laughs> we need like a month off on a yacht. Yes. Hello? Yeah, listen, listen, listen. You can you can do it at Club Med. Just make sure you with people you love. Yes. And make sure you mm-hmm. with some good vibe and there's some good energies and good vibes and you know. You have a great circle. Yeah, and also, you know, I think the thing that's important is um there's a difference between enjoying the fruits of your labor labor and being overly materialistic. Mm. And I think a lot of times, especially coming from the hood, the first thing we think about when we think about money is the floss or I'm going to hurt them or I'm going, yo, I'm going to show them. That's not really what it's about. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you it's about just enjoying yourself. Mm -hmm. But there's a difference. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. And I think that that's the line that we got to make sure that people see, because that's the difference between inspiration and rubbing people's noses in it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I I definitely wasn't out there trying to rub people's nose in it. I'm just showing you, yo, I'm having fun. This is what I'm doing. You see, I'm on a speedboat. We got the crazy boat. You know what I'm saying? I'm yes. just showing people how we rocking. Yeah. Right? But um, I think that's it. important. I mm-hmm. think that's important mm-hmm. because we got to be able to root for each other. Yeah. Yes. And we got to yeah. be able to believe that if it happened for them, it can happen for us. Exactly. If Magic Johnson can go to that level, if he can mm-hmm. take his life to that level, then so can I. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so that can imagery. you, and, mm-hmm. and you know, like yes. we all can get there. Yeah, you know, um, especially from your upbringing. Yes, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like to show that you, this yeah. is where I'm from, and this is where I am, and this is where yeah. I'm, this is where I'm going still. Yeah, because yeah, we live in a real crazy doing... time now. Yeah. Everybody, they hate billionaires and want to be one. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I hate billionaires. I want to be a billionaire. You know what I mean? Like, what's going on? Know. Like, yo, let's figure this out. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Now, wait, I interviewed Candy a while back. Okay. I believe she said the best financial advice she ever got in her life was from you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What did she say? What did you I think you said, I could be, you probably remember more than I do. I told her to sign her own checks. Yeah, sign her own checks. Real estate. Take care of her own money and cash. Yeah. When you have it, spend it on the things that last. Yeah, yeah. You gotta gotta buy assets. Buy assets. Mm -hmm. It's true. And, And that's why, you know, you know, it's not about, how much you got per se is about can you sustain your life and mm-hmm. are you good you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying like you know I can take my ball and go home you yeah. know what I mean like I'm alright I get a cheeseburger <laughs> I'll be just fine so it's like you, you know on that with, dollar menu LL? you know what I mean I mean whatever menu I'm on I can afford it <laughs> I, I promise you that you know what I mean I ain't buying nothing I ain't eating nothing I can't afford I know that's, you that's know true what I mean? You know, it's, I remember talking to Mary once and she said the biggest lesson she had to learn was always knowing what, what was in her bank account mm-hmm. because there was a time in her life when she didn't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I, I've never been there. Yeah. But I can understand how you can get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're so you're so busy. You yeah. Know what I'm saying yeah. And you just don't understand it. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like you're just dependent on people. Yeah. To, you know, because a lot of times we get in denial because it's painful to kind of face up to the idea that we don't understand something that we need to learn mm-hmm. and it's uncomfortable mm-hmm. but you got to be comfortable being uncomfortable yeah it's like kind of like math folks mm-hmm. you know you have people that are math folks mm-hmm. 
and just because they're a math phobe, it's hard for them to get into their into the, the money and yeah. into yeah. all they of that because they have math, they have phobias in it. You know, fear, yo, fear can control your life and hurt you. You got to just move past that fear until you feel free. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Speaking of uh, fearless, you've done so much, but I mean, you've checked off so much in your bucket list, right? But there's so much more to do. What haven't you done and what's next? Because I can't think of anything, but I'm sure you can. Well, I have a lot of things (laughs) I I could think of. And, you know, what I'm enjoying right now, Rock the Bells is really um, going to another level. The Mm -hmm. radio station is on Sirius XM Channel 43 and... You know, it's unbelievable how big it's got. Yeah. And uh, it really is. It's one of the, the backstories that you've been yeah. sharing about the, your catalog. And it's one of the top things genres. You on, it's one of the top stations on the whole platform. It's really doing well. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just that's amazing because I'm yeah. getting I'm giving artists that probably would have never who weren't because they're not having current pop chart success. They kind of being would have been marginalized by what I call um, um the gatekeepers of the yeah. world, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I wanted to make sure that these artists were seen and heard and mm-hmm. felt and they, they could vibe. And So that for me is like the thing that I'm like real excited about because it's like, <laughs> like I can, you know, I could play some of my nemesis and play guys, I'm playing disc records <laughs> about myself and all that, but it's fun. I just enjoy it, you know what I mean? And that speaks to growth. Yeah. You know, your growth as a man, oh, yeah. your growth as an artist, like this is it was music. It was No doubt. No yeah. doubt. It's, it's amazing. That that for me, Rock the Bells is a lot of fun. Okay. Rock the Bells is a lot of fun and it'll grow bigger. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? There's mm-hmm. more to come. You know I, mean? I have to give you a shout out cuz I'm looking at Claudine Joseph here. Yeah. You're one of the few men and legends of hip hop with a black female that's, manager. Yeah, COO. Come on. C- Come on. C-O-O. So get a receipt. Yeah, yeah. COO. Oh, oh. Yeah, and yeah. that's me. What was what was what what drew you to her? And what she's is smart. Yeah. She's smart. Mm-hmm. She's talented. She got a good eye. Um, she works harder than everybody but me. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> and um, she is. Like, Claudine's in the room, y'all. Yeah, yeah. she's. Mm-hmm. You know, she's. Nah, she works hard, and mm-hmm. she she puts a lot of energy and a lot of effort into what we do, and uh, you know, kind of gives me her opinion even when I don't agree and she's right a lot of the time and mm-hmm. I listen and mm-hmm. it works you yeah. know what I'm saying and I think that look you know I have a lot of women that work for me you know, and with me mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying a um, lot it. of women yeah. and um, I just think you know my grandmother the way I was raised I, I, I look at yeah. minds I look at mm-hmm. souls like are you smart that's yeah. it like yeah. I don't want to mm-hmm. hear all that man and I need a dude to walk yeah. in and the meeting like yeah. you know she can handle it she does her job. Mm-hmm. She does it well. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, just like even, you know, you got Mary and Simone. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like I, I'm that's how I am. You know what I'm saying? I'm it's I'm about merit, you know, because mm-hmm. she started off as an assistant with Chris at Violator and worked her way up into where she's at in the company. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and she's doing her thing. So, yeah. like, that's what it's about. Yeah. It's about like, listen, if you smart and you enterprising and you on it, mm-hmm. then, you know, maybe there's a place for you. Yeah. And um. You know, the company has gotten a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. And now with Rock the Bells, we've been ex- expanded the company even more. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, yeah. And I, you know, and I got all kinds. Of, it's very diverse. Yeah. I got white males that work for me, too. You know what I'm saying? I got all all ethnicities. Mm-hmm. I got everybody in there. But at the end of the day, you know, the buck has to stop with me. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, that's what leadership is about, right? Yeah. You're the boss. Yeah. You're yeah. the boss. Yeah. Um, when you just mentioned Lighty, I remember, I think I heard you on the Mogul Series podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. Oh my God! How are you? Chris was, you know, Chris was amazing. Mm-hmm. And the thing about Chris was, you know, you know, Chris was my man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, I knew Chris 
so long. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He was an intern, you know, like at Def Jam, running around carrying crates. I've known him. Him and kept like guys like Kevin Lyles. Mm-hmm. You know, I've known all these guys so long. I mean, you know, it was a, a terrible loss because he was yeah. a genius. You mm-hmm. know, and he, he was a genius and he was a real smart guy and he was brilliant. And I still respect him to this day yeah. and uh, always will. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, May 8th, right? May 8th is a day that we, you know, that's his, his birthday. His birthday. Oh, and, you guys uh, come together? Yeah, and... we always respect, show respect okay. on his birthday. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And uh, he was just a real special guy, you know. And uh, But, you know, that that's our job as, you know, as a man, you know, you got to fill the gap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you got to step up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's why, you know, I saw what was happening with classic hip hop. I saw that. It was kind of going away. I yeah. saw that it was only about, and it's not. Look, I love the Drakes. I love the Travis Scotts. Yeah. I love, I love all those guys. I'm not, I'm not that dude. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like I embrace new artists. Mm-hmm. I want to see these guys succeed. Mm-hmm. This is what your kids are listening yeah. to. Yeah, absolutely, it's in the house. But at yeah. the same time, it's like I didn't want to see, you know, the rest of the history go away. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like they didn't have to dismiss the Temptations because the funk band started happening. Yeah. Right. Exactly. They didn't have to say, OK, we, we got Parliament Funkadelic now, so we don't need the temptation. Yeah. It's kind of like we allowed them all to coexist. Yeah. And then when Rick James came, we were OK with Parliament and Funkadelic. And he's got and we got Rick James over here coming up and Prince and so on mm-hmm. and so forth. Right. Well, I feel the same way about hip hop. Mm-hmm. Travis Scott should be able to exist in a world where a Coogee rap and a, and a Kane mm-hmm. are getting respect. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So so that's why, you know, and with Chris not being here. It's like, okay, somebody got to do this thing and take yeah. this thing and make sure that it's done right. So that's where I'm at. Like, recently I, I joined the, the board, um, National Board of the Smithsonian. And, oh, wow. Um, you know, and, Receipt. You know, okay. and... Um, it's another one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, but the thing that's beautiful about being at the on the board of the Smithsonian is that ultimately, you know, in the long run, we'll make sure that that narrative is right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, when they do the Universal Hip Hop Museum, I'll make sure that there's a connection there and that that the narrative is right and that we're getting our story right because three, four, five hundred years from now, that's what we're playing for, right? Mm-hmm. We want to make sure the story's right. You know what I mean? Because my the, my portrait is there now in the National Portrait Gallery, right? But three, four, imagine what it looks like in 300 years. Wow, yeah. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So we got to do this right. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? So we got work to Control the we narrative. Always say, uh, we always say it essence. Yeah. Like, you know, it's great to be in the black media space and we rep so hard for black women and black people, but yeah. it's also important to be in new rooms. That's right. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's so right. we're like, yeah. what is the That's new right. room and right. the new table and how do we get there? And not only mm-hmm. that, you got to be in a new room and you got to be able to be black without being bitter. Okay. Mm. And you have to be able to be operating a black space without looking at things through a white gaze, but also at the same time, not being angry. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. yo... I see the world through a lens. Mm-hmm. It's not. It doesn't have to be a lens of how a white person sees me. It doesn't have to be a lens of how this person sees me. Mm-hmm. It's just I see. I have a, per, a POV and a perspective, and this is how we moving. Yeah. And this is what I'm bringing to the table. I'm not here to fit in. I'm here to give you a fresh voice. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. here to give you something that you don't have. Yeah, add to the. You know person. what I mean? You yeah. know. Mm-hmm. You know. I ain't, you know, I'm here to give you some other, I ain't come here to give you only what you already love. Yeah. I want to give you some new shit you can love. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's how I feel about it. So, yeah, you know what I mean? We yeah. got to be in them rooms. We got to do great things. We mm-hmm. got to be around the biggest and the brightest. We got to be able to speak the language of success. Mm-hmm. Language of success is totally different from that just, you know, running your mouth shit, that mm-hmm. random shit. Mm-hmm. Like, the language of success is a, a, a clear language. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? That's what we talking now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
Totally. It's a uh, different conversation. I need a Sunday service. I know, I know. <laughs> I mean, I think you need another station on Rock the Bells. Like <laughs> another, Amen. Like, I mean, okay. Okay. All right, before we go, All right. we need to know about Deliver from Eva because that is Look, our favorite movie. I, it's our favorite think movie. I know everywhere, but when you eat those beans. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah, looking yeah, for yeah. a man who could eat the beans. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. can't eat those yeah, spicy yeah. beans, I don't yeah, want you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was a lot of fun, right? and uh, working working um, with Gabrielle was amazing. We love and, uh, her. You know, uh, I think that whole process was just a lot of fun to do. I, I really am crazy with the horses, so that worked out perfectly. Cause, <laughs> you know, I don't really do horses too well. You know what I'm saying? Every time oh, I get on a horse, it's an adventure. Some kind of crazy shit happens. So that was fun. But um, you know, I'm happy for obviously for her, her and Dwayne and everything. Yes. That they yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. it was a lot of it's a lot of fun working with her and. Uh, yeah, that movie was crazy. That movie yeah. was fun. Any backstory fun. like you oh, remember, yeah, like mostly? Yeah. Um, I mean, there's so many things happening. The movie, the crowd, the, so the what would Mark, Malcolm X do, or Martin Luther King, oh. um, when she would uh, do the inspection? Yes. It was, it was yeah. so many Clean things. it up. Wait, when she it was, was like, like the Taming um, of the Shrew, right? Yes. Oh my yes. God, yes. Yes. The Shrew vibe. And um, and she then was I epic. just. It was just crazy, man. I remember just being on that on that set and just being like, "Yo, is this working? Is this happening? What's going on?" It was like. It was an interesting, because actually that was one of my, I think my first time going into a rom-com, a romantic mm-hmm, comedy mm-hmm, type thing. Mm-hmm. So it was like, it was different for me, but uh, for me, but it was, uh, but I enjoyed it. But you handled it. It's a classic. Of, thank you for being that guy in rom-coms too. Because as a curvy woman, you being the love interest with Queen Latifah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Opposite her. But oh, you have yeah. to understand that's the first time I got to see that on screen. Yeah, but you understand I, I what I'm saying? Oh, like yeah. a whole man yeah. with a a, yeah. a a curvy woman as the yeah. love interest, yeah. and but, you know everything was the same. I mean, you know, Box you know office. most, you know most guys, you know the guys that hear this will know that you know they like that. You know they lying. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They just, yeah, <laughs> I know that now. Yo, don't, don't, a grown don't, don't, woman. Don't, conf- don't confuse them red carpet moves with what Cats is really loving. <laughs> the red carpet people. moves. The red carpet moves are red carpet moves, <laughs> and then dudes off the red carpet's like yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. It's smashing, B. They want smashing, B. Yo, believe me, they fronting. <laughs> believe me, I promise you. When I when I do my concerts, we you know we don't you know we don't have. If I invite people on stage, we don't throw scales in the audience. All right? it's just, come on up. It's, we rocking. It ain't none of that. You know we handle it. We be all right. I know that's Everything right. will be all right. So we can handle it just fine. You know well, what I mean? Thank you. So, so the, thank you. all the big girls out there, it's all love, baby. It's all love. You know what I mean? Harvey Queen. And there's our, you know our I mean? head for our, our podcast yes. brief. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. I love it. LL, we appreciate you. We love you. Thank you for giving us this time yes. in My your pleasure. day. My pleasure. My Let pleasure. us know when the app is ready. I will. I'm I will. manifesting that. I will. Amen. Okay. Much love. Same to you. Pleasure. Thank you so much. Up next, more Yes Girl to come. Hey y'all, winter is here and we need to do our best to protect our crowns. You know that feeling when you find your go-to hair routine? It's what great hair days are made of. But it all starts with the right products in your rotation and Maui Moisture has you covered from roots to ends. The super moisturizing vegan hair care lines caters to all textures and starts with aloe vera, nature's time-tested moisture miracle as their first ingredient. Their products have no silicones, parabens, sulfated surfactants, or dyes. Their aloe-infused blends will quench your curls like no other with nine unique product lines for every hair type your curls coils kinks and ways will feel catered to and cared for find your match made in hair heaven at www.mauimoisture.com 
It's Corey Murray from Essence, and I'm excited because I'm here <laughs> with the artist who has been blowing up my my personal playlist okay. for like two years. Wow, David O. Hello, and I know wow. it can go switch. You switch back wow. and forth. You, I know you got it right. Thank, thank First you, time. thank you, thank you. Now I'm curious. I've heard you talk about the people who a lot of people pronounce it in different ways, and it really depends on what part of the country you're from. Yeah. Shout out to Nigeria. I'll be because like. My name is David. So yes. It's like different parts pronounce David in different ways. Mm -hmm. so. But I'm curious about the O. Where did uh, the O come from? I mean, my dad gave me that. So I don't know. He gave me that O. I, I, I used to be like stubborn when I was young. I mm -hmm. used to be like very, very stubborn. Like I couldn't even have no sugar. <laughs> no sugar? Like, oh, you were hyper. That's what very, we used to call hyper. Yeah. Okay. So I used to like mess up stuff in the house. So it's like, David O, David O, O, oh, O, oh, O, oh, O. Oh. <laughs> So he just started calling me that, and then when I started doing music, looking for a name, I just ran with that. What did he say about the album, A Good Time, that's out right now, that I'm hearing it's like top 10 already, it's been out for like two days? Yeah, 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 man, we thank God for that, man, like it's an album that we was working on all year, mm -hmm. <clears throat> you know, the the, the, the the title explains the album yeah. completely, it's a good time, good songs, good experience making it, no sad songs. No bad songs. Yeah, okay. So I was uh, hearing an interview where you said it was between a song that a fan suggested as far as the album title. Okay. But then I think your manager suggested a, a good time yeah, if you didn't yeah, want to say yeah. it. So One day I just, because I was, I was just thinking of a name and I was just, I was frustrated. I was like, you know what? I'm about to let the fans pick the name. So I was like, <coughs> I need a name for my album title. So people were just tweeting, tweeting, tweeting. <laughs> but I didn't see nothing crazy. And then my manager was just like, you know, a good time. It was exactly what was happening at the time. Mm -hmm. um, this year was a, especially this year. Yeah, was a great year for us because normally we're usually busy on tour here and there. But this year we kind of relaxed, stayed in America. You know, stayed in ATL, went to LA, chilled. You know what I'm saying? And you had the song, two songs of the summer, like for two summers in a row. Yeah. Oh my! Oh my God! Oh my God! So, you know. That experience alone was crazy. Um, had my child. Yes, my congratulations. Yeah. Um, went on tour with Chris. You know, just a lot of things just aligned yeah. this year. So we're like, you know what? We had a great time recording this album. Mm -hmm. We're going to call it a good time. When people are listening to the album, I want them to be having a good time. Yeah. You know, whatever stage you're in, whatever situation you're going through, I want the album to be able to kind of switch your mood or give you some kind of hope. Yeah. Towards the future. I will admit, when I was listening to the album, I was thinking it was going to be more of the vibes of like the fall and if. But it's really a beautiful range. Can you tell? I'm ex especially love the uh, song with um, Summer Walker. Yeah, yeah, shout out Summer, man. Talented, crazy, talented. Um, you know, funny enough, people don't know that I'm really like, I didn't start off as an Afrobeat artist. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I didn't grow up listening to Afrobeat. I grew up listening to. 50 Cent, Ja Rule, like, I'm more of a, like, hip-hop guy. Yeah. But, um, I kind of fell into the Afro, the whole Afrobeat thing, and, you know, I know how to make Afrobeats, so it's just like, why do this kind of music? Because I like it when I know this is my calling, you yeah. know what I'm talking about? Afrobeats is my calling, African music, yeah. original music is my calling, so, 
know. Is your music really Afrobeat? Because when I think Afrobeat, I do think of like Fela. Yours feels you know more. I'm happy you said that because the original Afrobeat is for Fela. Yeah. But the, 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 the world and the media have um, put this music on a genre that we kind of have to. It's like that's with. how they're marketing it. Yeah, yeah. That's how they're marketing it. If you think of Afrobeat, I'm talking about Fela. Um, I don't know. Like, I have probably have like. Four songs, I would say it's real, real, real Afrobeat, mm-hmm. like Fela sounding type songs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But we have been put under that umbrella, so it's like, yeah, we ran from it. Like since once the UK said it, Afrobeat, yeah, everybody ran with it. So to me, any African musician that releases music, you know, is under Afrobeat. Yeah, because I feel bad for the you know East African artists because it's like they they get clumped into Afrobeat and it's like no they have a they have bongo they have a totally different yeah, type of bongo, yeah. bongo flavor so tell us again about how the artists that came together for this because you have pop how did you know pop cane pop con <laughs> um like i said this album was really natural um, i did a lot of collaborations actually mm-hmm. like collaborations that i'll play you that you'd be like why did you put this on the album but it was like I really wanted to focus on me for yeah. this album because for a lot of new fans, this is like my first body of work to them. You know, a lot of American fans, they know for, they know if, ETC. But it's like, this is like the first body of work. Yeah. So I really wanted to make it about me. And then if I, even if I was going to put any feature on the album, I wanted to make sure that it was a feature that it was like naturally done and was a certified Bank. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um Popcorn has been my friend for over like three years. When I first met Popcorn, I didn't even know David O. You know what I'm saying? What? We yeah, we we met like actually David and you know, Mr. Sutherland. Like we just met mm-hmm. like his friends. And then like six months later I did like if and then if blew up and then you know we started recording music together. Um, this is the third song we did together. Okay. Who else we got there? Summer Walker. Yeah. Um, I recorded this song with my producer, Kid Dominant. And uh, there was always space for a lady who kept on thinking, who, 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 who. And then, you know, Summer came up. I was like, they're like, nah, you're not going to get a summer record. Like, it's hard. You know what I'm saying? That's what they said. I was like, yo, nothing is impossible. Nothing is you impossible. You know what I'm saying? So. I hit up a, a, a couple people, th- that didn't work out, and then I just hit up her, her oh. man, London. <laughs> oh, London on the track. Ah, yeah. so okay. I hit him up, and then he got it done. He had some co-production, amazing, mm-hmm. and we shot the. Uh, we shot the video. We um we, we cut the song, okay. and then um people love it. What is the language you're singing in? Um, I know it's mostly English, but you also what's uh, your Yoruba and, and I'd say mostly broken English. Okay. Um, they would call it broken English back home. It's English, but it's like broken into like 50,000 different pieces. Now, I know, like you said, like you hung out with a lot of rappers, especially from your upbringing in Atlanta. Yeah. But I, for me as a listener, your music is really like love music. Um, all my songs is about love, <laughs> mostly. And you're in love, you're engaged. Of course, of course. Um, but apart from that, it's just like I sing about my life. I mm-hmm. sing about my experiences. And I'm saying I don't carry girls, I don't carry drugs. So it's like I'm not gonna be singing about that. I'm gonna sing about what I know, what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um but I just feel like 
music is just should be surrounded by love and happiness and joy. Sometimes it's good to make some conscious records, like my the intro to my album. Um, it's a really conscious record talking about you know politics and mm-hmm. situations going back going on back home. Yeah. Um, speaking of how entertainment has changed the narrative of Africa. Yeah. Four years ago. You African, they're going to tell you, are you scamming or you doing this or you doing that? These days, you say, I'm African, I'm Nigerian, ETC. The first thing they, w- they want to talk about, oh, I love Nigerian music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm happy that entertainment has changed the narrative for Africa. Yeah. You know, we don't have the best leaders. You don't have the best people in control. But, you know what I'm saying? Entertainment. You go to Nigeria, my country, you see the, the poorest of the poorest neighborhoods. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the one thing you will notice once you go in that neighborhood, you hear music, you see people dance, laugh, and just be happy, you know? And they don't have much. You yeah. know what I'm So you come here and you be like, yo, why am I complaining? You know what I'm saying? These they people, tap into their joy. Yeah, th- these people have close to nothing and they're smiling. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm happy about that. Can you tell us a little bit about what are the similarities between Atlanta and Lagos, if they are? I don't know. It's different to me. I don't think there's any similarities. Similarities, to be honest. Um, Lagos is fast. Mm-hmm. I'll say Lagos is like New York. Okay. I compare Lagos to New York. Um, fast. You gotta be quick. Gotta be. You gotta be about your business. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Gro- growing up in Lagos has helped me on so many aspects. Just to be woke mm-hmm. and um, aware of my surroundings. Um, Lagos. Like I just explained, yeah. you go to the poorest of the poorest of the neighborhoods and you see them partying or just being happy of entertainment. These kids making ping pong tables off of wood. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And making the best of what? Of the resources they have. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's Lagos for you. What part of um, your southern uproots have you brought into your music? Uh, or are they there? Are there any course, elements I'm, there? I, you know, I grew up in Atlanta, but I've been able to know how to kind of relate with both sides mm-hmm. you know i can relate with nigerians uh, africans and i can relate to the americans mm-hmm. i know the difference between my american friends and my african friends you understand so that has helped me okay. a lot in trying to bridge this gap with entertainment with you know this african music or you know mm-hmm. whatever culture or movement that we're playing or we're moving you know, I've been able to understand both worlds, yeah. and it's helped me so, so many times. Do you what? What do you think contributes to the fact that I mean, you are literally taking over American pop? We were talking about this earlier. Like American popular music is not even just R and B. It's not even hip hop, but it's popular music. What do you? Um, like I said, like even when I used to like, I went to school in Alabama for mm-hmm. two years. So like, even when I was in Alabama, when I was playing Nigerian music of like the artists that came before me. Yeah. It's like my friends, my American friends always liked it, but you just never had the chance to listen to it. But now with social media and just different things and different aspects, uh, we're being played on the radio, we're being played in the club. So if you ask me, like Afrobeat's been dope. Yeah. Like people acting like, oh, we just woke up and like got good. Like it's been good. The artists that paved all this before us and yeah. like they've been popping, been good. Like, there's so many artists in Africa setting out stadiums, mm-hmm. doing amazing things that you guys don't hear of. You know, America, maybe, like, they choose two or three artists and, like, you know, 
let's focus on this too. Let's focus I on saw, this. not to cut you off, I, I heard something T.Y. Savage said, like she said, there's so many African artists that minimum they have 5 million Instagram followers. Like you guys come out the gate with just tapped into so many people and so many fans. So I've also been hearing that you do a big concert back in Lagos in December. Can you talk? What is this? Twenty seventh, uh, I do a festival. Okay. Uh, so, uh, th- this year is gonna be the third year. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I have a lot of friends coming. Don't really want to mess with, but okay. hopefully, I think I have Chris Brown coming. Okay. Popcorn. Uh, I think a boogie too. And okay. Casanova. Just a couple of people. Really, just to celebrate. Like this year. This year's event is basically celebrating the album mm-hmm. a good time you know um like i said we don't have more many things to be happy about back home yeah. but entertainment we always have to go the extra mile yeah you know what i'm saying because that's li- literally like the only thing people are happy about that, that 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 they can you know boast about like yeah i'm nigerian we have the best type of music in the world everybody's messing with our music so this year is really about celebrating you know, being African, mm-hmm. celebrating being Nigerian. A lot of people are coming to Nigeria and Ghana this December. You know, a lot of festivals. The year of return and full circle that's and all that. That's why everybody's calling it year of yeah, return. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what the, the American, that's what we're doing. We, you know, we have to put a name on it. Yeah. yeah. There was a seven-year gap between albums. Can you, what, what were you doing? In, I mean, obviously I'm, making I mean, big obviously, hits. Obviously, like, I had records. Yeah. Records and records. Just putting out records every two months. But, you want a BET award? Yeah. Um, but I never really... Oh, two. Two. Oh, sorry. Yep, correct. <laughs> Receipt, you won two BET awards. Yeah, but um, I, I never really had time to sit down and compose an album. Okay. Um, I've always been on the road. But like I said, this year I really had time to sit down um, and put together a body of work. Okay. You know, seven years after the first album, it felt like it was only right. Because, you know, I, I always felt like the attention span of people was very short. Mm-hmm. You put out one song, after two, three months, they want another one. But, like I told you, like the new fans that really want to get to know David O and are tired of listening to If and For every time, even me, I'm tired. <laughs> uh, that's why I put out the album. So, I need people to go check it out and listen to it. The reviews are crazy. Yeah, They love it. Um, you know, we work hard on this record and I just want people to enjoy it and just have a great time. And what I love about A Good Time is that you can listen to it from start to finish. You don't, you know, usually with some albums you want to just hear the singles, but no, this is like a full body of work. Yeah, man, like, just the way we created it, man, we, we went in the studio not trying too hard. Mm. We went in the studio knowing that we're here to deliver a classic African album. We're not here to, we're not here to be under pressure. We're not here to you know, trying to make the best album in the world. You know, I went to the studio just knowing that, you know what, I'm about to just chill, have my family, friends around, yeah. and I'm about to just make the best music I ever made in my life. That was the mindset I had going into the studio. Which song does your fiance love? Uh, she like, she like one thing, she like one milli. She like, uh, she like everything. She was yeah. there, you know what I'm saying? Um, and she just had a kid, so it's like, she was pregnant in the studio, all of that. Oh, so he heard, the baby really heard the probably, music. Probably. <laughs> Is there a song he vibes to now, the baby? This song, number 13, he like, okay, cool. one thing, okay. check it out. <laughs> we have a request, a request, a watch info request. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I like to spoil myself sometimes. That's all you're going to say about it? I bought it for my birthday. Oh. My birthday was four, three days ago. Happy belated birthday. Thank you, thank Happy you, belated you. birthday. I've always wanted to watch, though. Like, um, I just liked it because I was like, it's a rubber watch, but mm-hmm. it's like so expensive. Okay. So it's like, why? You know what I'm saying? So that was always one of those. Like, just buy it. What is the first thing you do when you go back home? <laughs> um, in Nigeria? In Nigeria, yes. I mean, land, craziness at the airport, of course. All my fans, they be pulled up to the airport every time I land. Crazy. Can you even fly commercial back? No. No, yeah, so I figured. But, um, yeah, like I said, yeah, land, go to the crib. My girl probably cook some up, chill with my friends. Have you guys set a date? Order some uh, May. Yo, my sisters is my wedding planners, yo. It's crazy. <laughs> and how many people are going to be in the wedding? Because Nigerian weddings are epic. Yo, we're going to do the traditional in Nigeria. And then later on, we're going to find where to do the white wedding. Because I know, like, with my white wedding, I want it to be about me and her. You know what I'm okay, saying? Okay, okay. So the traditional one, we're going to do it. It's going to be like carnival carnival. Yes. Prince Hakeem ain't got nothing on me. <laughs> It's gonna be crazy, but um, I think May, May. I actually wanted to just drop the album. I go on tour in February. Okay. So I go on tour February, March, April, four months. Wow. Okay. And then is it a global tour? U.S. first. Okay. Then Asia. Okay. Then the U.K. I have to tell you, and I'm sure you've heard this anecdote before. I was at a Haitian wedding this past weekend, and you know they're playing their their music, the compa. But when fall came on, like everyone would just start jumping to the ground. <laughs> you know, like and it, the funny thing is, like we made that song like a joke. How so? Like we was, it wasn't even serious. Like it was actually a joke. Like we were just having fun, and um, it just came out, and it was like, like to today, I'm like, why doesn't this song want to die? Like. Money, come on! It's it's great. Money like, fall on you. Like, when today, you... like, bro, like it's just crazy. Like it doesn't want to die. No, it doesn't. I need to find the person that's <laughs> doing the voodoo behind that. Kill him. What about if? What's the backstory of if? Um, if was a very important record to me because, like, when I first signed my deal with um Sony RCA, it was just I was kind of confused because, like, you know what? It's the first time, like. Sony's really taking an African musician yeah. serious. And it's like, of course, what type of music do people want to hear? Mm-hmm. I was already doing my thing in Nigeria. But I did a couple records, you know what I'm saying? But I didn't feel like that was what I was meant to do. So I went home. I was like, you know what? I'm going back to my producers. I'm going back to what I know how to do. The, the original DVD, the original Blueprint. And If was the first record I came out with. Whoa. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And I also love Blow Your Mind. That's the song that I, I know that I believe Fall is the most Shazam song right now, or it's one of the top, but I, I Shazam Blow Your Mind. I think Blow My Mind is about to pass Fall and Stream soon. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Chris, man. Amazing. Yo. How did I, you guys collaborate on that? Um, We have a mutual friend called Hood Bus. Okay. And I've been a fan of Chris since I was little, but... Mm-hmm. You know, working with was amazing. So I recorded Blow My Mind with my producer, Sheezy, and this artist called World in um, Atlanta. Okay. I know. Dude just called me. He was like, yo, send some. Um, Chris, Chris want to you know, link up. But I never believed him. You know what I'm saying? I knew they was friends. But you know how it is now, like, in the industry. I'm like, yeah. You know, until, like, 
Chris tell me, like, yo, pull up, pull up. Until Chris tell me, pull up, pull up. Mm -hmm. I might go pull up. So one day he just called me. Chris was on FaceTime. And then, like, yo, send the record. I sent it. I went to Milan that day. As soon as I landed. <laughs> Were you first, shopping in Milan? You were just chilling? I went for a show. Oh, went for a show. Okay. As soon as I landed, verses in my email. Wow. Yeah, I love that song. Flew me out to LA, shot the video, took me on tour. Like he's a great person. Like I don't think I've ever met somebody that will show support like that ever in the industry in America. So what's next for you? How are you gonna end this? I mean, you've coming off a good year, a good time record. What do you want twenty twenty? I mean, I'm, I'm really focusing on my tour, mm -hmm. like the production, and just showing another side of me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The best part of this process to me. Is performing on stage because yeah. that's why you see the reactions to your songs and how people love your records and stuff like that. Um, of course, the wedding, yeah. Um, a couple things I have a couple, you know, I'm in a movie, I can't say the movie yet. I was gonna say, could you be in a movie? And I wanted to, I wanted to bring up, I'm um, coming no, to no, America no, no, too because no. when you said, <laughs> no, I don't know anything, but I'm like, okay. how dope it would be, and it just you know, that'd be cool. a full circle, that'd be cool. We want to give a special thanks to our amazing Yes Girl crew. It takes a village to put this show together. We couldn't bring you season after season for over three years without this growing group of dynamic black creatives. Shout out to the pod squad, executive producer, and our boss, Tiffany Ashete, associate producers, and many bosses, Ashley Hobbs and Chantel Holder. And don't forget about our boo, holding down the audio engineering and sound design, Josh Gwen. Hey, Josh. Hey, Josh, I need you to cut this. No, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Music by Gold Standard Creative. Also, shout out to our previous engineers, Shakita Pascal, Aggie Ashagre, and Anthony Frazier. This show is made with love and magic, so be sure to tell a friend, listen, download, and subscribe to more episodes of Yes, yes Girl. Girl, featuring interviews with Kelly Rowland, Regina King, Chadwick Bozeman, Robin Crawford, Angela Bassett, Fantasia, Jadena, Tyler Perry, and many, many more. You can find Yes Girl on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Play, and wherever you listen to podcasts. And Apple listeners, please be sure to leave a review and let us know what you think because there is where it really counts. So please help us out there. We love you. Can Thank we read you. them? Bye. Do. Don't forget to talk to us on social. You can find my girl, Corey, at Corey Murray. You can find me at Charlie Penn on IG and at ManWifeDog on Twitter. Be sure to use hashtag YesGirlPodcast and tell us what you think. See you next year. See you next year. Bye. Bye.